The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 40, Three Ways to Find Time to Read. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. I'm always so very grateful that you are tuned in to the podcast. Thank you so much for doing that. I say it every time, but I'll say it again. I know you could be doing other things with your valuable time, but you've chosen to spend some time with me and us here on the Rookie Leaders Podcast, and I am very grateful that you are doing that. Hey, today I want to talk to you about the topic of reading and this idea that as leaders, we must be readers. We must be readers if we're going to lead people. And I'm going to offer up some, some evidence of that, some other people that agree with me, that names that you might recognize and some reasons that as a leader, you have to be a reader. But most importantly in this episode, I want to give you some very practical ways, three very practical ways to ensure that you can incorporate reading into your leadership routine. Oftentimes I hear this idea from leaders that I just don't have time. I don't have time to read. I will recommend a book and they'll say, well, that's great. I love that. I recognize that you read a lot, but you just don't understand. I just don't have time to read. And so I want to be very practical for you today and, and offer up some ways that you can ensure that you incorporate uh, reading into your regular routine. And I know that's going to make you a better leader. So I want to be practical and share those three ways with you. Now, before I do that, I have some housekeeping items to take care of. So let me do that. I certainly want you to subscribe to the podcast. Be sure you do that. Whatever podcast directory is your choice, I'm certain that you can find the Rookie Leaders podcast there. So be sure you subscribe to the podcast in order that you ensure you never miss a single episode. And I would also greatly appreciate while you're there, a rating and review of the podcast. I'm sure you are aware that ratings and reviews is what helps the podcast in the search algorithms in the various podcast directories. And so your rating and review will help us ensure that when people are searching for leadership content, they find the Rookie Leaders podcast. So I greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and review while you're there subscribing to the podcast. And having said that, let me give a big shout out to Topical Todd. Topical Todd left a five-star uh, rating uh, in, pod, in Apple podcast. And so I greatly re appreciate that rating. Todd also left a review, says great podcast. 
Such a great podcast and hosts with some awesome guests. This is a must listen for any new anyone new to leadership field as they are offering some wonderful advice and wisdom every episode. So Topical Todd, thank you so much for that rating and that review. I greatly appreciate that. And just know that if you leave a rating and review, I just might call you out on the next podcast and give you a shout out there. Be sure you leave that rating and review for the podcast. Also, I want to make you aware, I've done it a number of times here in recent podcast episodes, but I want to make you aware of the credible leadership community that's being built out. I highly encourage you to join us and be a part of the community. You can find that community at uh, community.credibleleaders.com. Highly encourage you to engage with this community, join this group of others that are seeking to advance their leadership capabilities and skills. And then in addition to just engaging with lots of other leaders, you have the opportunity to participate in lots of live events, take advantage of some video courses that we have there, some groups that we have there. In fact, we have a book club group that is in the community as well, since we're talking about reading today. So just encourage you to take advantage of that. Join the community. Again, you can find that at community.credibleleaders.com. And while I'm giving shout outs, let me give a big shout out to Bob Simber or Zimber. I hope I'm pronouncing that last name. I just noticed earlier today, Bob had just joined the the community today. So welcome to you, Bob. Great to have you in the community. I hope you'll engage with me and lots of the other leaders that are there in the community as well. So welcome, Bob. And again, I welcome all of the Rookie Leaders podcast audience to the community. So again, go check it out. Community credibleleaders.com. Now let's let's dive in. Let's jump into the topic of today, and that is three ways that you can find time to incorporate reading into your leadership activities. Now, before I jump into those ways, I want to spend just a little bit of time. I hope I don't have to do this uh, to to too many. But I, I want to spend a little bit of time to try to convince you that reading is necessary. As a leader, you must be a reader. And so I want to spend a little bit of time to try to convince you of that. And the first thing I want to do is I want to offer up some quotes from other individuals. You'll probably recognize these names, but their thoughts on being a reader as a leader. President Truman, this is a famous quote from President Truman. He says this, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. So President Truman obviously recognized the importance that if we're a leader, if we're a leader, we must also be a reader. One of my favorite people of today is General Jim Mattis. You may know him. Uh, you may know how he just recently served with the presidential administration. He served in our recent wars, the Marine General. But he has a great book out called The Call Sign Chaos, Learning to Lead. And in that book, General Mattis says this, if you haven't read hundreds of books, you're functionally illiterate and you will be incompetent because your personal experiences alone aren't broad enough to sustain you. And I couldn't agree with General Mattis enough here. I, I, you're, I have 27 years of leadership experience, but even with that behind me, 27 years of leadership experience behind me, 
I would say that I don't have enough experience to sustain me in whatever challenges leadership might bring me tomorrow or next month or next year. If I'm relying only on my experience, it simply isn't enough. And that's the beauty of reading. When you read, then you have the benefit of also relying on the experience of all of those others as well. And so again, I just couldn't agree more with General Mattis when he says your personal experience alone, it's just not enough. It's not broad enough to sustain you as a leader. Let me also recommend a resource for you as it relates to this as well. I've been a listener to a great podcast for many years now. Jeff Brown has a great podcast called Read to Lead. Check that out, readtoleadpodcast.com. I really like this podcast. Obviously, he emphasizes the need to be a reader if we're a leader. But what he does with that podcast is he brings authors onto the podcast and they review the books. And so this is a, a great source for me to identify the books that I want to then go and get and read and so forth. So I, I certainly recommend that read to lead podcast.com and check out Jeff Brown and his podcast that will become for you, just like me, it'll become a source of identifying the books that you want to go and get and read. Now, let me give you a, a few reasons, right? These are just uh, broad reasons why I subscribe to the idea that as a leader, you have to be a reader. I shared with you President Truman. I shared with you General Jim Mattis and his quotes. But I also just want to offer a few reasons of my own that I believe you should be a reader if you're in any type of leadership situation. And the first reason I would share with you is just because your reading, it elevates you above whatever your current status is, your current situation, your current level of knowledge or your current level of experience. It goes, goes back to that Jim Mattis uh, quote that I shared with you earlier. I have learned from all of my leadership experiences, but by picking up a book and reading that, so if I read through a book in a week, then in a single week, I have now learned from the leadership experiences of someone else. So within a week, maybe I'm learning from that person's 20 years of experience, and I'm learning that in a week by reading their book. So if I were going to sit down today and, and write a book on leadership, you'd better know that I'm going to inc include all uh, as much as I possibly can of the last 27 years of leadership experience. So you know that when you're picking up a book, you're getting the best of that author and you're getting all of their experience. And again, if you can average reading a book in a week, then in one week, you've just gained 20 years of experience from that author. So just know that when you read, it's elevating you above wherever you stand today. And you, you're never going to be high enough as a leader, if you will. Leadership is not a place that you arrive at. You always need to be better and reading is going to help you with that as well. It Again, it just multiplies your experiences, okay? Also, know this. Reading allows you to spend time with some really important and smart people. Think about this. General Jim Mattis, I'll, I'll never probably get to sit down and talk with him. I'll probably never be in any kind of mentoring relationship with him or even a coaching relationship with him. But I can sit down and read his book. And by reading his book, essentially spending time with him, and I'm listening to him, I'm learning from him. Yes, 
it's reading a book and I don't have this opportunity to ask questions and get direct mentoring or coaching from him, but I'm spending time with him by reading that book and I'm learning from his experiences as we've talked about already. So just know that if you have some heroes in leadership out there and you truly desire to spend some time with them, just recognize that when you read their book, you're also spending some time with them as well. So I'd, I'd certainly highlight that as a reason that you want to that you want to be a reader. And then another reason I would say this is I would call it real-time learning, real-time learning. And what I mean by that is in your leadership world, you may be facing a challenge or you see an upcoming challenge that you've never faced before and you need some advice in that area or you need some type of mentoring or some type of knowledge or you need to understand someone else's point of view that's had an experience that, that you're about to have. The beauty of books is that you can then go and search for books on that specific topic and you can read those, you can consume those, you can take notes on those and you're, it, it's real-time learning. You're learning what you need right now to lead. Okay. And so you, you can't just, you, or you don't have to just rely on this idea that you're going to wing it and then learn the lessons. And then the next time you experience that, you'll be better because you've learned some lessons from your experience. That doesn't have to be your approach to leadership. Instead, you can recognize that you need to, you need to advance some skill, some leadership skills that you currently don't have because a situation is coming your way, or maybe you're in the middle of that situation now. And you have the luxury of going and searching and finding specific content that will equip you to face that leadership challenge you're facing. You can consume that content, take notes on that content, read that, and increase your skill set in that in real time. So that's the beauty of being a reader. That's the beauty of books as well. And then finally, I would share this reason for reading with you. I, I find it that Reading, it provides for me an escape, if you will. It provides for me a little bit of a comfort and satisfaction also. When I read, oftentimes I see in the reading issues, challenges that other leaders have faced. And there had been times that I felt like I was the only leader that ever faced those challenges. Imposter syndrome is a very common feeling within leaders. Who am I to lead this group? That's how imposter syndrome manifests itself. And I know early on, I felt like I was the only one that struggled with imposter syndrome. I didn't even know to call it imposter syndrome, but I knew that I was certainly struggling with this idea that who am I to lead this team? But when you go and read and you read other great leaders, names that you admire, respect, and you read that they also struggle with imposter syndrome, then it provides for you this level of comfort that you're not alone. It provides for you this escape, if you will, from your own concerns and your own fears. And it ensures you that you are not alone with these struggles, with these fears, with these challenges. And you're able to see other leaders in their writing, you're able to see that they overcame those challenges. They overcame those fears and they were successful. Otherwise you wouldn't be reading their book, right? You, you pick up their book because you're, you either respect them or you respect the content that they're writing about. 
and so that they've been able to overcome these challenges that maybe you're struggling with. And so I would just submit to you that when you read, it really provides for you this escape from some of your own fears, your own challenges, your own struggles, because it puts you in some pretty good company to recognize that others face similar struggles as you. So those are just some reasons. I, again, I hope I don't have to work too hard here to convince you as a leader, you've got to be a reader. You have to be a reader. So I want to dive in and, and here and really share a few tactical, but very practical activities or, or things that you can do, steps that you can take to ensure that you incorporate reading into your normal or regular leadership schedule. Because again, I, I hear so often in my coaching sessions, I just don't have time to read. In my coaching sessions, a lot of my clients will bring to me these scenarios or these topics. And my response will be, hey, I've got this great book that you've got to read because it'll address that for you. A, a lot of my coaching is just that. It's I've read a book and it'll do you good. But then I get a lot of responses from that coaching and say, you just don't understand. I just don't have a lot of time to read. And so I want to share with you three ways that I know I've been able to incorporate reading into my busy schedule, because here's a little known fact. You're not the only one with a busy schedule. We all have very busy schedules. Likewise, we all only have 24 hours in a day. And so therefore, some of us are finding ways to incorporate reading into our daily life, and you can too. So I want to share with you three ways that I've been able to incorporate reading into my uh, daily life. So the first is this. The first is just to schedule it. It seems simple, I know it, but the first step you have to do is to schedule time for reading into your day. Now, I don't really have a preference as to when you do this. You could schedule reading as a part of a morning routine before you ever leave the office or leave the house to go to your office, if you will. You could schedule it then, or you could schedule it in your workday calendar sometime during your day, maybe 11.30 to 12, before you run off to lunch. You could spend time uh, reading, or, or maybe 12, or I'm sorry, 1 to 1.30. Maybe it's when you come back from lunch, you spend 30 minutes of, of reading. The most important thing to do here is to prioritize the need to read in your life such that you actually put it on your calendar. Block that time on your calendar so that no one else can intrude on that time, can interrupt you with something else. Make that reading time so important. Prioritize it in such a way that it makes its way onto your calendar and then abide by that calendar. Stick to the calendar entry that's there and sit down with whatever content you happen to be reading. It could be blog articles. It could be a book, whatever. I don't recommend that you spend this time spinning through Facebook or LinkedIn or something like that. Be intentional that you're reading content that's building your leadership capabilities, but put it on the schedule and then abide by that schedule. And the other beautiful part of this when you actually put it on your schedule this way, it also affords you this opportunity to really study what you're reading. These other two ways to incorporate reading into your life don't necessarily afford for you this opportunity to study the content the way scheduling it does. 
But what I recommend when you have it scheduled on your calendar and you sit down and you're reading, be sure that you're also taking notes on that, right? You're not just reading for the pleasure of reading, you're reading for the purpose of learning. And so you're highlighting, you're underlining, you're taking notes in, in maybe a note-taking app or, or in your notebook of some sort, but you really want to be studying this content when you schedule it, not just reading it. But again, most important thing you can do here is schedule the time to read. Reading as a leader is so important that it should make its way onto your calendar first. And then all the other meetings and things like that can show up on your calendar. It, it plays into the, the scenario. Maybe you've been on the airplane and the, the, they're giving you the safety briefing at the beginning of, of the flight. And, and they say, if the oxygen masks fall from the, the ceiling, put your own mask on first and then help others. Right? Reading can be viewed that way. Reading is I'm taking care of myself first so that I can then lead and take care of others. So again, put reading on your calendar. It should be your number one priority on your calendar. And then let all the other things, the meetings and leadership activities of your day, fill in the rest of your calendar. Let me get to step number two. So first of all, you're going to schedule it. You're going to put it on your calendar. You're going to put it in your schedule. At some point in the day, every day, you're going to put reading on your calendar. The second way that you can in incorporate even more reading into your day is through audiobooks. I'm a big fan of audiobooks. So I'll just say to you, I may say that I've read a book. And technically what I mean is that I listened to a book. I, I, I don't see a difference. I'm not one of those purists that say, no, you have to have a physical book. You have to turn the pages. I believe I can consume content in an audio format as well and learn from that and so forth. So I incorporate audiobooks into my daily life quite frequently. And, and oftentimes what I will do is I will listen to audiobooks in a number of different scenarios. I, I listen to audiobooks during my commute to work and back home, or maybe, maybe I'm going to the grocery store or wherever I'm going. You can bet that if I'm in my vehicle, especially if I'm in my vehicle alone, that I'm listening to either podcasts or I'm listening to audiobooks. And so I highly recommend that while you're in any type of commute, you can be listening to great leadership content. Also listen to audiobooks. Uh, for instance, while I go for a walk, maybe I'm going for an evening walk. If I'm not uh, on an evening walk with my wife, if I'm alone, then I will listen to audiobooks through that. So any type of exercise routine, if you're a runner or even if you, you're cycling, or even a weightlifting type of exercise, you can listen to audiobooks during that. I know a lot of people like to listen to music during their exercises, but you can also listen to audiobooks during that as well. I also listen to audiobooks while I'm mowing my lawn. Now, I know a lot of you out there, maybe you don't mow your own lawn, you have someone mow your lawn. Uh, I'm in a season of my life where I'm teaching my teenage boys to mow the lawn because I know that when they move out of the house, they may not be financially equipped to have someone mow their lawn in their first home. And so I want to make sure that they know how to do those kind of things. And so the three of us, they mow and as well as me. And so while I'm doing those kind of activities, I listen to audiobooks. Pretty much any kind of activity that I'm doing alone, then I will be listening to audiobooks. So again, I highly encourage you to incorporate audiobooks into your reading routine because you can bring reading into 
pretty much any activity that you happen to be doing alone. Now, let me give you one drawback, if you will, to audiobooks, and that is this idea of studying the content. As I mentioned earlier, I like the idea of not just reading, but studying the content, taking notes on it. And obviously, if I'm in the car driving and I'm listening to an audiobook, I can't really take any notes for that. Yes, some of the apps allow me to make a little bookmark, if you will, at a certain point in time. And, and I can go back to that, but I also have to be careful with that, with this idea of picking up and using my phone while I'm driving. And so there is a drawback to the audiobook. So just know that occasionally you'll come across in an audiobook a revelation that you really have to go back and re-listen to that, restudy that, take notes on that. So that is somewhat of a drawback. You'll have to do that on occasion where you go back to that content and really take some notes on that. Uh, or, or maybe then you go get the physical book right if i've listened to a number of audiobooks and then that prompted me to then go purchase the physical book so i could better take notes in certain areas and so forth but again audiobooks you can use that to incorporate into almost any activity of life where you're doing that alone and then step number 3 or or way number 3 to incorporate reading or find time for reading is this utilize digital book resources utilize digital resources. So today you can go to Amazon, you can purchase a physical book, you can purchase an audio book, or you can purchase an ebook. And also you can purchase together the ebook and the audio book. I do this quite often as well, where if I'm in the car, I listen to a chapter. And then when I pick up my iPad and I open up the ebook version of that, it'll take me right to where I last listened uh, as well. So it'll sync up. But the beauty of the digital book resources is this. We all have phones in our pockets. We all have computers. Many of us also have tablets of some sort. And the beauty here is I can, I can feel almost any downtime in my life with reading great content because I have all those resources. So if I'm at my desk and I'm, I'm eating my lunch and as, a, as opposed to spinning through Facebook or something like that, I can be reading my ebook on my computer. But then when I am out and about and maybe I'm waiting in the long line at the grocery store to check out, then I can pick up my phone and I can continue reading right where I left off with that particular book. So that's the beauty of digital book resources is that at almost any moment of the day, whether I've got five minutes or 50 minutes, I can pick up my phone or my tablet, or I may be sitting at my computer and I can continue to read. It's not a, it's not a matter of, uh, I left my book at home and therefore while I'm sitting here at the doctor's office, I can't read. No, I just pick up my phone and I continue right where I left off. Those digital resources those digital eBooks, because they sync across multiple platforms, then it enables you to feel any kind of spare time that you have in your life with reading. Now, there, again, there is a slight drawback there of I, I can't as effectively take notes and things like that. Now, in in uh, ebooks, whether it be on my phone or tablet or even on computer, yes, I can highlight and I can mark and I can even take notes, but it's not near as convenient, if you will, and I can't be near as an intentional and detailed as I'm sitting down at my desk and I'm writing out in my notebook some notes and things like that. So just know that, again, that's a slight drawback there. 
But those are three very practical and tactical ways that you can incorporate reading into your daily life. And again, I promise it will make you a better leader. The first thing you got to do is schedule it, put it on your calendar and then abide by that schedule. The second thing I highly recommend you do audiobooks. utilize audiobooks. I use audible.com uh, and the app on my phone to listen to audiobooks, but I highly encourage you to do that. You can incorporate then listening to audiobooks in any kind of activity you happen to be doing alone and then utilize digital resources, eBooks, such that any downtime you have in your life, you can incorporate reading into that as well. And then lastly, I'll say this, a great resource that we have on our website, a leadership bookshelf. This is a huge bookshelf, if you will, virtual bookshelf of lots of books that I highly recommend. So let me tell you where to find that. You can find that at credibleleaders.com forward slash bookshelf, credibleleaders.com forward slash bookshelf. And so if you're looking for a source of great leadership content to read, you will find lots of books there on our virtual bookshelf for reading. So be sure you check that out and get any of those books. Those are all books that I have read and loved and learned a lot from and highly recommend. Hey, I hope that's helped you to include reading into your leadership routine. Again, I greatly appreciate you listening in to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. I'll leave you with this finally. Don't forget about the Credible Leadership Community. Head over to community.credibleleaders.com and I hope to see you in that community very soon. Until I speak with you again, be blessed and lead. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to CredibleLeaders.com.